So, Daryl, it's been, what, a couple of days now since the end of that first test. I guess uh, you and the whole team have now sort of had a, a bit of time to kind of reflect on uh, what what went on there and kind of lick your wounds. I mean, what's what's the mood in the camp? Yeah, look, I guess it's, it's never nice to lose test matches, um, first and foremost, but for us, you know, I think we did a lot of good things for parts of the test and and we were in the hunt right up to the end. Uh, I think the thing we just realised is we probably need to do all three facets uh, for longer periods. Um, that's probably the the one thing we we recognised from that first test is, um, especially the way I guess the Bangladesh bowlers built pressure on those kinds of surfaces. Um, for us, that's that's what we we've learned and we'll be looking to do heading into the second test in in a few in yeah a couple of days time. Yeah, as you say, the the second test, it's well in a couple of days' time. You know, the, these two tests are kind of back to back. They've they've come thick and fast. In 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 a certain respects, does that actually help you to sort of get over the, you know, a defeat in in that first test? I.e., you know, you're not waiting too long to kind of get back on the horse. Yeah, I think that's just the nature of international cricket, especially at the moment. Is Obviously, the schedules are pretty busy, and and for us, it's been really clear on the things that we want to do as a group moving forward into the next test. But but also not dwelling on on outcomes too much. Um, as long as I guess we're sticking to how we want to play cricket as black caps, then um, yeah, we'll go a long way to winning games throughout that. So yeah, we won't overanalyze it. Um, we won't live and die by the outcomes that that are brought about. As long as yeah, we're sticking to who we are, then we'll be pretty happy. Sure. And then kind of looking back at that first test in, in a bit more detail, I mean, I personally thought it was quite a gripping test match. You know, went to went to a full five days. It was really close the first couple of days. There was sort of barely in it, anything in it after those first two innings. And then it kind of seemed that, that day three was kind of the turning point where, you know, the Bangladesh batters, particularly the captain, Shantu, with his century kind of eventually ground down, uh, you know, the your your bowling attack and kind of took the game away a little bit. Was that was that your sense? Um yeah, look, I, I think there's a number of key moments throughout that test you can look back and and think what if or what we could have done better. But you know, for us to get parity after the first innings um and and to have them in a position where we yeah could have you know reduced them a little bit more in the total than what we're chasing at the end. We always know chasing in a fourth innings, especially over here in these parts of the world, can be very challenging. And um, again, it just comes down to a couple of key moments here and there, which hopefully we can do better in the second test, which will will go a long way to winning the next test match. But um, yeah, again, we're right in the hunt. Um, we recognise what we need to do better and, and we'll do that hopefully in the next test. Sure. And um, yeah, like, you, like you've sort of said, there, there were certainly some bright spots there for, for New Zealand during that test match, not least Glenn Phillips with the ball. And uh, also, you know, how, how can you not mention Kane, Kane Williamson, his fourth consecutive uh, century in, in four consecutive tests. Um, and obviously, you know, you, you shared a bit of a partnership with him. Uh, during during that innings as well. I mean, give us a sense of what it's like to sort of bat with him, you know, standing at the opposite and watching watching him at work. Yeah, uh, for us, we're very lucky to have a, a player like Kane, who's been not only part of this group for yeah, he's been part of this group for a long time now, and he's he's been a leader of this group, and and he continues to do that with the bat, which is awesome to see. Um, I know personally, I I learn a lot off him watching how he goes about his business on a day to day basis, and um, not only as a cricketer but as a person, he's just a bloody good bloke, and and we're very lucky to have him.
Indeed, yeah, certainly are. And um, I guess, yeah, just last sort of focus, uh, focus question on the test, I guess. Sort of going into day five, I mean, I felt, well, looking uh, or watching uh, a bit of the tests, the evening session, for example, on, on day four and watching you bat, um, I think there was there was a uh, a DRS review. I think it was uh, with Ish with Ish Sodium. It went in your favour. I saw you kind of fist pumping that. So it seemed to me that you had a genuine sense of being able to still get something out of the game, sort of going into day five, be it maybe possibly a draw, if if not the win. Yeah, for me, I'm a competitor at heart. That's what drives me is trying to win games of cricket for our country and. Um, yeah, whenever I'm, I'm out there with bat or ball in hand, I just want to get stuck into the moment and, and try and help us win those moments. And um, yeah, Aish is, is one of my best mates. We've played with each other domestically since we're about 18 years old. So um, yeah, it was, it's always good fun being out there in the middle with him with a silver fern on our chest. And um, yeah, we, are, we were definitely yeah pretty keen to try and try and stay out there as long as we could and, and try and chase that total down. And it wasn't meant to be. That's the nature of, of the game we play, but we're never going to give up and we're going to go right to the end. And and hopefully, you know, we've seen this game produces some pretty special things in its time. And um, yeah, if you don't have that belief, then that can't happen. So, Indeed. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a keen watcher of Bangladesh cricket and I remember West Indies chasing 390-odd uh, not too long ago. So, uh, yeah, never take anything for granted when when uh, chasing uh, a total in Bangladesh, for sure. Um, and then, I guess, kind of zooming out a little bit, you know, you you and, you know, several of the team have been on the road for, for quite a long time now. I know you had a bit of a, a break, I think, in Dubai, sort of post uh, the World Cup. But just kind of, you know, how how everyone's feeling at the moment. I know Ish, I think a bit earlier, was sort of saying how everyone's still sort of really focused and up for this second test, as, you know, I, I expect you will be. But is there a bit of a challenge to, to kind of not mentally check out, i.e., you know, not mentally sort of visualise yourselves on the plane back home before before that test has kind of uh, started? Um, look for us. We we love playing Test cricket. It means a hell of a lot to this group to to play Test cricket and and um, yeah, obviously the World Cup was an amazing experience and and created memories that we'll we'll never forget. But at the same time, you know, it's the start of a new Test cycle and and we recognise as a group how special that is, having won it obviously uh, a couple of years ago now. So um, yeah, we again Test cricket's it's bloody good. It's so much fun and um, yeah, we're excited to to always put on those whites and and get stuck in for our country and and to know that we're home in a week's time is nice as well. So we'll we'll make the most of this next five days and and get stuck in and and then I'm sure we'll in, enjoy a yeah a quiet one on the way home and and get to spend some time with our family after that. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, what's is there one thing that you really look forward to? I mean, what's the one thing you do as soon as you get home after sort of being months away on on the road? Um, yeah, I'm I'm a dad of two little girls, so I'm sure there'll be um yeah plenty of time spent with them over the next few days once we do get home and some tea parties or, or playing with dolls or something. Christmas is obviously coming up, so I'll probably have to go do some Santa shopping as well. But um yeah, obviously it's nice to have a balance outside of the game and and yeah my my family's a, a massive part of why I do what I do and um yeah it'd be nice nice to see them after a test victory hopefully 
sure, no doubt. And um, as you say, yeah, you're back in New Zealand in uh, a week or so's time. And then you're actually facing Bangladesh again in, in a white ball series. I mean, you both you both those both your teams must be sick of the sight of each other, right? You played a white ball series pre the World Cup. You obviously played Bangladesh during the World Cup, quite an eventful game where Kane Williamson ended up getting a bit uh, injured injured his finger with that throw from uh, Shantu. And then, you know, you're playing the Test Series against them now. Do you ever feel like, you know, I'm just sick of facing these bowlers again or I'm sick of sort of standing in the field watching these guys bat? But again, that's the nature of playing international cricket is you, you go through phases where you'll play all three formats against teams. And um, for me, it, it took a while to get to this stage to play international cricket. So I, I just love playing for New Zealand and whether it means, you know, we're playing the same team over the course of a month that it doesn't worry me. I just yeah, love being part of this group and, and love learning off a number of, of world-class players within our side. Sure. And then I guess kind of looking back a, a bit further to the World Cup and that that semi-final match in Mumbai, um, you know, again, have you had sort of time now, it's been a few weeks since that match, have you had time to kind of think back and, and reflect on it and, and you know, what's, what's your overall sort of experience and assessment of, of that game? Um, yeah, I guess it's, it's the challenge of only having a, a couple of days days off before you, you come straight into a test series and your mind switches into preparing for a test match. But I um, mean, yeah, obviously a, a very special tournament for us as a group and, and personally. And um, yeah, I'm sure once I, I do get home and, and have that sort of little time to reflect on what's been in the last few months, it, it'll probably sink in a bit more. But um, yeah, we're obviously gutted to, to have not gone the whole way and, and win that tournament. Um, I thought we we're in positions to to try and win those games, but at the same time, when you come up against some world class teams like India and Mumbai on that night, um, yeah, it was a, a pretty special night, and and the crowd and the atmosphere are things that stick with you for for life. That's for sure. And I mean, obviously, from a from a personal point of view, you know, you played such an an amazing innings in that match, still ended up on the losing side. I mean. Do you does that kind of make it feel worse or better in some ways? You know, do you have a, a sense of personal satisfaction that you know you you did your absolute utmost to try and get your your team over the line? Um, oh, look, it's always bittersweet, isn't it, when you have your own personal success, but it, it doesn't eventuate in a win. That's why we play the games to try and win games. And um, again, for me, I, I'm a competitor. I just want to get stuck in and and try help us win games for our country. So um, yeah, that's always the challenge. Is um, doing that and um, yeah again that, that night was pretty special I had my family there which was was awesome that they were able to experience uh, the the Mumbai crowd and, and the noise that it was created and um, it's definitely something that we'll talk about for a long time to come as, as a family but um, yeah you'd much rather win games of cricket than not. Of course and um, yeah you were just kind of alluding to to the atmosphere and the crowd there on that night in Mumbai I mean, is it quite difficult to to kind of um, cope with a challenge of kind of a week later you're playing a test match in an almost deserted stadium in Sillet? Um, is that quite, you know that's such a massive contrast? Is it is it a challenge to kind of cope with those two extremes? Um, I think that's a, that's the cool thing about it is that that is a challenge and it's something that you that you know tests you as a player, not just the crowds, not just the noise, but um, yeah, the ability to be as present as you can and, and get stuck into that moment, whatever it might need to be. And 
Um, again, that's the cool thing about international cricket is it's all different every country you play in and and just accepting for what it is and, and trying to be as present as a batsman to, so you can watch the ball and, and do the job. Um, once you get into that zone, it probably doesn't matter if there's one person in the crowd or 100,000. Um, you're just yeah, trying to, again, be as present as you can and, and get the job done. Sure. And um, as we're sort of approaching the end of the year, I suppose, you know, it's customary to kind of look forward to the next kind of 12 months and indeed look back, I suppose, as well. But in terms of looking at 2024 for you and I guess for the team as well, obviously, you know, lots of bilateral uh, cricket still to come. But then, you know, obviously lots of other big tournaments out there, the IPL, uh, the T20 World Cup, of course, and, you know, there's other franchise tournaments like the 100 English County season. Um, I mean, do you draw breath and and kind of just, you know, take take stock of things, uh, you know, at the start of each year, trying to sort of plan out how your 12 months might unfold? Because, you know, you are a, a multi-format player. You're so much in demand on, you know, on the franchise circuit. You play all formats for New Zealand as well. Is it is it quite a challenge for you to kind of, sit back, take a breath, work out, you know, how how the year might unfold. Yeah, I, I think for me, I, I, yeah, I struggle to look too far back or too far forward. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I guess you prioritise what goals you want or, or what pinnacle events are coming up in the next period that you sort of prepare for. And, and then you try and plan your your preparation and games and, and what you want to do around that. Um, obviously, we've got a home summer coming up with some, some big games and and obviously towards the end with test matches against South Africa and Australia, which will be really cool to to have that at home and and then the yeah, with the IPL we'll we'll see what happens there and and then a T Twenty World Cup is is exciting. Um, I know us as a group having you know been in the final in Dubai and then in the semis in Australia, we're we're really looking forward to again being part of that tournament and and getting stuck into trying to win some games of cricket and and see what happens there. So yeah, it's an exciting little six months coming up and. And then after that, it will keep going as well. So um, yeah, it's just I guess being pretty clear on on what you what you want to try and achieve um, over that period, and and still making sure I can be a dad at the same time and and get home and and help out in between those those things. Of course, and just kind of looking at, at that six month period, like like you mentioned, all those kind of big tournaments and, and bilateral series coming up. If you had to pick out one that really kind of gets your juices flowing and really excites you uh would you be able to pick one out no i think that's the nature of being a, a three format player is they're all pretty special in their own way um yeah look it's there's some cool things coming up in the next six months and um yeah again if you look too far ahead you can sort of get ahead of yourself it's making sure you just concentrate on the next thing that's that's in front of you and um yeah i just Love, I love obviously playing for my country. It means a hell of a lot, and and to be able to do that, um, at you know, it took me a long time to get here with domestic cricket. So I just want to make the most of of keep trying to get better each day, and and keep trying to help whatever team I'm playing for win games of cricket, and and hopefully, um, you'll have some fun along the way. Right, and as you say, yeah, you're you're a relative latecomer to kind of international cricket. Um, does does that kind of um kind of influence your uh, experiences in in so much as, you know, do you feel you're kind of making up for lost time a little bit? You know, it's taking you a, a while to get here. So you are one of the premier multi 
format players in the world at the moment? And do you do you feel like you know you're making up for lost time? You just want to play as much as you can for as long as you can, I guess. No, I don't think that's the case. I, I think if anything, I look at it as a blessing that it took me a while to get here, allowed me to learn my game over a period of time at domestic level and have some good years, some bad years. And and yeah, I think that's now helping me do what I do on the international stage. Um, but yeah, now nah, for me, it's I guess I've probably got a good perspective in life now um, and where I'm at. And and I, I realise how grateful I am to get these opportunities to play new, for, for New Zealand and franchise stuff around the world and it's just making sure that I don't make it bigger than what it is. Um, I make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm yeah very grateful for these opportunities and and just to enjoy the moment and and be as present as I can and and enjoy trying to win games of cricket. Um, that's what that's what drives me and um, the personal achievements and outcomes from that um, will be what will be will be. But just trying to really enjoy this phase of my life and. And allow my myself to yeah just make the most of these opportunities because if you'd asked me five six years ago, um, yeah I don't think this would have happened. So that's that's probably the perspective that I that I take on it. Absolutely. And just the final question: Do you sometimes pinch yourself, like you say, sort of five six years ago? Uh, you know, do you, would you ever have thought that that you're doing what you're doing now? Do you have those sort of moments where you, you know you're you're in the middle of a semi-final in Mumbai and you're like, how did I get here? Uh, is you know is this real? Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's definitely moments which you try and make yourself aware of that as well. I think it's a great way to to ground yourself. We're obviously a bunch of Kiwis down the bottom of the earth taking on the world, and when you're in a, a semi-final like that, it's it's actually taking in how special this opportunity is and and how cool it is. This is something that you've you, know, you dream of when you're a kid to be a part of those moments. Um, so yeah, it's definitely. I think it's good to to be grounded and and understand where you've come from and and where you are right now. And um, again, it makes you grateful for these opportunities and and realize that yes, uh, we take it ser- very seriously and we want to win games. But it's also is just a game and and it's about being at peace with that and and knowing if you've done the work, then um, yeah, the rest will look after itself. <laughs>